0: Like I, even now I've put out casting call, I'm asking for people to send it, but you ask, I ask for th- three photographs. What I expect is a, you know, like a mugshot, mm-hmm. like a profile so that I know, oh, can I shoot this person in profile? They look nice on camera. And someone is sending me a picture of their butt, like, <laughs> you know?
1: Or like they turn behind. Yeah, it, like, like those <laughs>
0: Snapchat things. And then someone is sending, I'm like, send me a monologue. And they got that, there's a thing, a filter like on uh, Snapchat TikTok. or whatever, <laughs> where someone else is talking and, and, then, and then you are miming it. Ah. That's like TikTok. Someone sent you a TikTok? Uh, lots of TikToks. <laughs> they send me those things. Oh and my God, <laughs> chill. People, <laughs> let, let's be guided here
2: today. But I'm not to up the quality of this. <laughs> What's up? What's up, G? How's it going? It's
1: going great. What did you think of the last episode?
2: No, nah, the last episode was crazy. Mm-hmm. The Piango, eh? mm. <laughs> that was one of the funniest episodes I like. <laughs> I really missed, man. You know, I was even laughing when the guy's discussing Bitcoin, bro. He's someone that's so funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is hilarious. This
1: is one of the first podcasts that I've replayed multiple times, the last part. Piango. People are wondering where you are, by the way.
2: I was at work that day, unfortunately. Couldn't make it. Um, but here we are. We're you back.
1: know, people messaged me and told me that, um, okay, some people think he's full of shit, that he doesn't make that type of money. And then others think that he's doing like a good job. A lot of people want his contact. Mm. Yeah, like, he can teach me Bitcoin, this and that. And they want to invest in this company, too.
2: No, for sure, man. I think he... Okay, he did not, he did not go into like the nitty-gritty of what he's doing exactly. But I think he really opened people's eyes to exactly what... At least, more accurately, what's happening in like this whole cryptocurrency mm, mm. space. Even and the I fact g- that it's not just Bitcoin and there's all these other coins. I don't think people knew that. Agreed.
1: Se. And I guess most of our audience is is not too interested in stuff like that. So if we if he came here and started talking about the actual like Bro, details of Bitcoin,
2: like what particular processor he uses and what the speeds are and mm, mm. you wouldn't you'd click off so fast. <laughs> so fast. <laughs>
1: anyway, um, I hope you're doing good, everyone. Thank you much. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Subscribe on the YouTube channel. Blah, 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 usual routine, Spotify, blah blah blah. Let me introduce this week's guest. <laughs> He's Uganda's breakout writer, director, and movie producer. You might have seen his work recently on his short film *The Blind Date* with Martha K and Michael Wawuyo. Introducing to the studio, Lukman Ali. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <It's> absolutely-
1: <laughs> Welcome to the studio. Thanks for having me. Yeah, are, are you good? This left, right, you can.
0: Uh, yeah. Is it pulling on? <laughs> yeah, but all, all my ears uh, are the same size, so. Okay.
1: So. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> You're very well spoken, from what I can tell.
0: Well, <laughs> 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 I'm kind of educated, so uh, what do you expect? I
2: see. I see. Masoma. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> let's go back to. Let me go to your Instagram. Um, now, before we
2: start, I have to say, man, it's very good to have you here. <laughs> 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 like, Thanks. I've been following you for a very long time, bro. Like, I told you outside, but, like, yeah, man. it's been a minute I've been hearing this name, Luke Mann, Ali. Like, you're a very talented guy. Well, Like, you draw, you direct, you whatever. Now, we're going to get into all of that, but I have to just let you know, man. Like, it's a very big honor for me to meet you right now. Thanks.
1: And you're into Call of Duty, too. So, let me <laughs> ask you, <laughs> um... In your bio, you do not have... uh, You have simply cinematographer. Yeah. So is that what you identify as?
0: At the time when I wrote that, that's what I identified with.
1: How would you put it now? Because in your recent movie, I noticed that you wrote it, directed it, co-produced it, and did a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Edited it.
0: (coughs) I feel like having too much is a bit... (laughs) just looks bad.
1: Like those parents that introduce themselves as, I'm (laughs) Dr. Engineer (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- thing 90. is, I don't,
0: I don't want to do all these things. Uh, I, I wish there was, I wish there was someone else that uh, could do them to the level that I want. But uh, currently, I just don't have anyone. No okay. one in Uganda. <coughs> well, I'm not saying there's no one, but uh, filmmaking is not there yet. It's not like a business that can hire people yet. Mm. Like, so I need someone who's like really good and is willing to like. Fight, fight with with us because we are just trying to fight and bring the industry to some sort of. Yeah. So, uh, someone needs to be able to do all that with, uh, with the way the industry is. It's not paying very well. So I, I, I find that I have to do most of the things myself because I am not going to com- complain to myself. I'm like, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm fine doing it.
1: And yet to compete on a high level, you need to out. Uh, you need you need someone that's a dedicated <laughs> editor. You need a dedicated producer. You need a dedicated writer to produce high co- because you're competing on a. V- it's a very competitive market, the entertainment, m- the entertainment film industry.
2: Yep,
0: it's it's very competitive, and, um, and no one cares. You know, they don't care eh, where you're coming from, or you have to do all these things by yourself. For them, they expect things to look as good as other things. You know, when people are watching a movie, I, I for me, I don't want to have that thing. When I'm watching a film, I don't want to be like, oh, that's Uganda. <laughs> Like, it, I just wanted to be a movie. Yeah, Kemi
2: described it as a pothole. Like, when you're on Netflix, there shouldn't be a jump in quality, like a pothole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know Kemi? Yeah. Kemi,
1: she she was our first uh, film. Yeah. Pa- our, first, our first guest in yeah. the yeah. film industry. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty dope. Very, uh, very Have talented. you worked with her before?
0: Yeah. She's a very talented uh, person.
1: Yeah. I see. What did you guys work on?
0: Uh, we worked on a couple, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but, uh, we worked on a couple of things. Unreleased? Uh, very exciting thing. Yeah, very exciting things. Okay.
1: You worked with a star-studded group of people, Martha Kay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Michael yeah. Wawuyo. Ma- Michael Wawuyo Jr.
2: And I think Senior also.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've worked
2: with oh, sh- was he in that movie? Uh, not this one, but I think I saw him in that trailer for, I think, Girl with the Yellow Jumper.
0: Yeah. Yes. He's, he's in that. Yeah.
1: yeah. I see. <laughs> let's talk about this movie this is what everyone has. this is all the people have been able to talk about for like the last few weeks it did so well I saw you posted it on two channels yours and Martha Kay's and combined it has like 120,000 like views yeah did you expect it to do that well
0: no <laughs> my things don't get that much <laughs> 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 I, uh, I was thinking I uh, would probably make 5,000 and that's fine you know. 5,000 eyes uh, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good amount how do
2: you feel about 200,000 eyes? Eyeballs.
0: Now it got to like that. I was like, yeah, that's really good.
1: Um, Let me just like, yeah. can I shift your mic a bit, just closer to your mouth? You okay. Cool. Push it <coughs> up a little. Like this? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What is a successful movie to you? Like, is this movie a success?
0: Uh, yeah, Not exactly. Uh, if it made money for everyone involved, it would have been a success.
1: Okay, so success in movies is based on like,
0: Box office things. Wow. <laughs> metrics, huh? How yeah. does... That brings us to one, one of the things I want to talk
2: about. What... How does one monetize a film? Like, who's paying for these films? How do you fund these? these and how do you get back from yeah, them? How do you recoup? Is it totally a, wholly a passion project? How, what's this?
0: So, I, 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 I... I'm under this idea that... Um, the film industry in Uganda... Um, will only grow... If we have, like, an audience doesn't matter how good uh, of the f- of, a, of a movie we make. If there's no one watching, uh, we won't get any money out of it. Earthy. And the Nigerians did that by do, by flooding the, the market with so much content before. Mm. They did all these things. And I don't think they were paid well for it, mm. you know. But they did it anyways, and they did so much of it. So I feel like uh, for us to get to the same level, for us to be able to get a market, we need to... Create this content that's available for people to watch, uh, because if I have a movie like *Girl in the Yellow Jumper*, and it's it's just there sitting on my computer, no one, no one, no one will ever know how good or how not so good it is. Mm-hmm. So I figured if I make a couple of short films, it's, it's kind of like like a series of uh, these crime anthology things. Uh, if people get to watch them for free. If any other filmmaker, it doesn't have to be me, a uh, Ugandan filmmaker is making a movie, and uh, Netflix is asking also, do you have viewership? They can use this film. As metrics. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, they use this film, and they're like, yeah, yeah, this is a Ugandan film, and it's uh, decent quality, and mm. it has this many eyes, so you might get this many subscribers, you know. So we need a couple of these. And most because of, uh, because of our country, most people work for... Like food, today's food, or yeah, Today's food, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, for us to compete with people that don't work like that anymore, we kind of have to think like them, where you're like, you know what, let me make a film uh, for the industry and I'll probably get paid in the next 20 years or whatever.
1: That's a very noble cause. And yeah. so, ba- basically, you're saying that you have to cultivate an audience. Exactly uh for an uh, for an imaging for an imaging entertainment industry like Uganda yeah. which we don't really consume too many films like that right now you're trying to like build the audience yeah okay i so see you're trying to polarize them now how do you know what how do you know what they want to see how do you know what your audience want, to, want you to see or is it your job as a filmmaker too is it even your job as a filmmaker
0: like i i don't make what they want to see you know ford said if they asked people what sort of uh, transportation they want they would have asked for a faster horse <laughs> <laughs> so you don't ask them what they want to watch you just do what you feel like doing and and this is why me personally i don't really care what like what the ugandan filmmaker is supposed to make what sort of film you're supposed to make mm. uh, what sort of story you're supposed to be telling yeah. i i mean i i tell stories that uh, the same stories that made me want to make movies If I make enough of those and inspire other people to make films, maybe those guys that are coming up now, maybe those are the guys that are going to like dominate, you know, like how Nigerians are. It doesn't have to be us, but we kind of have to create. Pave the way. If someone did this for us, maybe now we'd be getting money, you know, from this. So I think that it has to start with us. We have to try and create the environment where if a Ugandan movie is coming out, people are excited and they're like, oh, that might be a really good film. They might get disappointed when they watch it, but at least we need to have an environment where Ugandans are like, if it's a movie being done by Ugandans, it will be the same quality as a Hollywood one, it will be really nice, so they're willing to pay their money to go to the cinema and watch it. And that will not happen until we show them that we can actually do it.
1: Wow. Okay, (laughs) I see. So in case these movies made it to that stage, would the cinema be the the primary source of
2: Revenue, or or would it be more like you take it to a streaming service?
0: Well, right now with uh, Corona, things have changed. Even in Hollywood, yeah, I think a lot of things have changed, and films are going straight to like streaming. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to be in the next fifty years. Might change. I mean, because things have been changing throughout the years. Mm -hmm. There was a time when studios owned cinemas, like like say Paramount had its own cinemas, Mm -hmm. and then that changed. And so who knows? Maybe things will change, but. What will not change is the fact that people need to watch content somehow, whether it's cinema or whether it's uh, streaming. I have a feeling it's going to become streaming for some time, but the thing about cinema is when you're watching a movie in cinema, you can't get distracted with your phone. Uh, There's there's a different experience in cinema. So uh, cinemas are not going anywhere. They might slow down a bit, but sooner or later they'll come back. And Same. That's what I think too. Yeah, they'll come back, A- and uh, we we can't just sit and wait for them to come back. We need to start working, and by the time that happens, we need to be ready for it. Yeah. yeah.
1: This is my first movie of yours to watch, and I you'd crush this. The editing was insane. Thanks. Um, who you said you you thought he was inspired by
2: Quentin Tarantino? Oh yeah. And it's so funny that you brought it up. Like Quentin, especially that scene when you have the. I think it's like the four burglars, the three burglars. Yeah. And there's like a bit of money missing. And they're trying to figure that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was watching that whole scene and I was thinking, wow, this is so it's like it felt so refreshing to see something like this being done by like a Ugandan filmmaker. And, and yeah, that was so crazy to me that you've even that you've had it before that um, you know, people could compare the work to Quentin Tarantino because that's one of my favorite film directors personally. And I was seeing like a bit of the influence and it's so dope that you're able to like pull it out to that quality that people can actually get the reference in Quentin this whole different context.
1: Quentin Tarantino Tarantino's the dude from uh, the Brad Pitt and thingy movie. Uh, yeah. Hollywood. The
2: guy with the Yeah, once upon a time chain. in Hollywood, Django, oh, Django Bill, and Chain. Oh Django and Chain. a bunch of movies.
0: Yeah man. I, I'm so inspired by, by him. And I also like the fact that, you know, he he doesn't really he doesn't care. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, he does he does what he likes. And I I, I really um I relate to that so much because there's so much. Uh, as uh, as African or Ugandan filmmakers, we we have there's there's so many things barriers that we have to to cross, and then we also have our own. Like as a Ugandan, you might find that people are s- uh, saying, "Oh look, man, why why is that guy running out of the car at the end?" And I'm like, "Why not? Why not? You know, if 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 uh, if Hollywood or Americans are allowed to make movies about." Things they've never seen before. Aliens. Aliens. Or teams, or come or on. All these <laughs> other things. But then if I make a guy walk out of a car and everyone is like, oh, that, that defies reality. You can't do that. Come on. Yet they're, they're like, watching Marvel movies
2: and, and are the, debating and about the physics. And they're okay with that. You know, they're <laughs> watching
0: Black Panther and it's in uh, it's in Wakanda. It's a made-up place, it's in Africa. <laughs> and they have no pr- and they celebrate that. They're like, oh, this is amazing. Uh-huh. They're doing our stories.
2: It's a de- realistic like, depiction of yeah. Africans.
0: And you're like, <laughs> there's no Wakanda in Africa but you're happy with that. And and you start quizzing me for using, you know,
2: that oh, that's yeah. the scene we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but now nah, this movie had so many of those like really dope scenes. Another one that I found really cool was when Martha Kay was in the prison cell and then the officer like the the robber drops the kidnapper drops their keys and it's like those Three seconds, everyone is looking at their keys. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool, man. I thought she was going to grab the stuff.
0: Funny thing is that, that uh, w- w- when we are shooting, uh, that happened for real. Like, the keys oh, dropped you huh? oh, no. oh, can actually just... Improve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's improv, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Because
2: I think that was like, one of my favorite parts R- River- in that movie.
0: Riverdun was... F- uh, he I don't know what happened. The keys fell, and then we're like, you know what, do that again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which leads me to my next question. How rigorous are you with sticking to the script
0: I am a terrible writer. Like I'm just learning how to write, so I don't, I don't stick to to it so much. If someone has a better idea, we go with what they have. But most times, it's better to stick to what you've written because that y- I mean you've thought about it and there's a reason why that those things are happening.
1: It's but easy to take tangents when you start listening to everyone. Like okay, let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah,
0: because I, I I did that on uh, when I was doing the, my first feature film, the girl in the yellow jump. I did so much of that and. When you get to the edit, like, things don't make sense because mm-hmm. there's some things you just added in mm. and they have no reason mm. to be in and they, you thought they were cool at the time. You What's know?
1: your editing process like? Because you edited this <coughs> yeah.
3: yourself.
0: Uh, like, when I'm shooting, I already know wha- wha- what the edit looks like. So, editing for me is kind of just putting things together. Like, if it, if it fails when we're, when we're filming, I'm going to have a very hard time editing. Like, I almost can't edit. Like, it becomes impossible. If I shoot something and there's a connecting shot that's missing, unless I shoot that, I can't work no, around like, it. I can't work around it. Like I'm not that kind of editor that can come up with ideas on like how to make things work
2: in
1: the edit. No.
2: So when you when you do this um, editing, are you you're following storyboards?
0: No. At, at that point, because I've I've been part of the whole process, like shooting, yeah. so I kind of know already. When I'm editing, I know that there's a shot that's supposed to go here. Then there's this shot. There's this shot. Like the story kind of makes sense already. So that's why, if any of those things is, is missing, like if I didn't shoot those things, then it, beca- it becomes a, I have to go and shoot them again.
1: Or oh my god, what type of budget do you need to shoot the blind date? How much did you shoot this on?
0: I think we used maybe forty-nine or fifty million. Forty-nine or fifty million. I
1: think I just got a stroke. <laughs>
0: no, but well, I think at. Uh, we didn't use it all at once. We, you, you we used like maybe 30 when we we're shooting, and then reshoots and stuff and so And the funny thing is that with all this, like, with that money, we don't we don't actually pay anyone. Now, like, none of us gets paid. This is money to make things happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, like let's let's hire a location, let's buy a car that we're, we're going to. We're ban, going to burn. Let's do all these things. Like that's where the money goes. So meaning, if I had to pay everyone. They're like what they're supposed to earn i'll be so much i, I don't think i would affo- i could afford it Do you have an estimate of
2: what that could cost for a movie like the blind date like 200m <coughs>
0: 300 probably more because the people working on these things like some of like the sound guys they're so talented that uh, they deserve way more you know like when you look at all these people like michael like he's so talented you would want to give him so much money you know you'd want to make it so most Worse of these guys, while. they have like other things they have to do and then act.
1: You're calling uh, them to a remote location. Yeah, you know.
0: Um,
2: uh, while we're still on this point, you said um, it would cost over, you said, north of like 200 million to make this. <coughs> but um, I want to ask, do you think that the Ugandan market is ready for such high uh, budget productions? Because I know you must definitely see that there's potential. Mm-hmm. But do you, th- do you think it's something that can change very fast and we have is it like a sleeping giant, almost waiting to happen, and just needs like something to wake it up? Is that? Do you think that the, the market is ready? I'll,
0: I'll I'll give you an example. When we when we, uh, we we previewed this film at the at the cinema, before it was finished, and we called in a couple of guys to watch it for free, at the cinema. When they watched it, they got up at the end and are like, "We, we can't possibly watch this for free." So some guy took off his hat and he's like, "All right," and then people just started collecting money. Wow. Fifty thousand. Yeah, and they gave us money. We didn't ask for it, but they gave it to us. So that shows that people are willing to pay. It's just that they probably they're not getting the quality that they want. And that's why I mean, how come like U B forty can come and, and do a concert in Uganda and charge two hundred fifty K or five hundred and people come through? So going by that, it shows that people are actually willing and and, and Ugandans support they support these things. When I did girl in the yellow jumper, someone gave me a billboard for free.
2: I think they saw that billboard. Yeah. Then, yeah. I um, saw um, that. Bill- yeah, and then um, s- s-
0: someone printed that billboard for me for free. So, uh, when you think about all those things, because they've happened to me, I know for sh- I know that okay, you know what? Someone gave me that. Someone gave me that amount that money because it's cost so much to have a billboard for like like what. Three months. <laughs> uh, it cost so much. So someone gave me that money. They didn't give me actual money, but they gave me that money. And then someone else printed for me. So for me to spend like 50, I know that uh, that's not as much as people are willing to give yes. me. They haven't given it to me yet, but I know it's only a matter of time. Like once we crack and get the right okay. quality and, you know, the problem is someone paying money and then they get there and then they're like, oh, I spent my money to come and watch this. You know? Mm, but trash. when you watch something and you, you're like people actually put in a lot. That's why people paid us. We we didn't ask for money, but when people looked at this, they're like, Oh, this this must have cost them a lot of money to make. This must have taken so much time. So we should pay for it. I think that's where we need to go. We need to get to a point where people watch our stuff and they see that we deserve to get paid. Mm.
1: Know? They can't tell this is a Niger- this is a Ugandan movie or a Hollywood movie.
0: Yeah, if they watch a movie and we've m- we've done it so well, of course there are people who will want to steal it. Of course, but majority majority will see they will know that these are Ugandan guys like us. They don't have as much as we, you know. So you they don't pirate in the same country. Do
1: you pirate movies at all? Of course, we've all pirated,
0: <laughs> and this is why I have no problem people sharing this because I'm like you know what I, I'm guilty of the same thing. Mm. But what I'm trying to get to is that if we get the quality right. Even piracy won't stop us. Like mm. even a couple of people stealing the film will not change much. If you get a hundred people, like a hundred thousand, that that, that like the ones that watched on Martha Kay's uh, YouTube, if you are to monetize those those numbers and maybe they each one pays twenty thousand at the cinema, and you show it for a couple of like like maybe two months and you get a hundred thousand people, that's a lot of money. That I mean, is a lot of money. I'm not good at math, but I know that's like <laughs> a lot of money. It's probably two hundred million or whatever. Yeah. So I I believe we'll get to that point we haven't yet but this is one of the ways that we can get there.
1: I think the I believe the Oscars are coming up are you going to pursue <coughs> an Oscar? No.
0: <laughs> Why? Because you I I know I know what it like I know what it takes to get an Oscar and I know we're not yet there. I don't want to okay me personally <laughs> like this is not yet there. Maybe someone else has something that can uh, can get to that but I I think we should take baby steps. <laughs> you know. Let's first get people, like our own people here to watch our movies. Mm. Uh, if they like them, I mean, Oscars are uh, sort of an American thing, you know? Agreed. I don't see why we should thrive so much to win them. Win them. Let's win here. Let's win and get people. If we can make a movie and it can be in cinema for like six, let's say six weeks. Mm. And, people and are Ugandans watching. are coming and watching and filling up the cinema. That's a win. That's a big win. It's, it's more than uh, an Oscar. Yeah,
2: I agree. You mentioned earlier that um, *Blind Date* wasn't your first time writing. What was your? How did you get into writing? Which was your first?
0: So I, I like a very uh, different kind of film. Like uh, uh, *The Girl in the Yellow Jumper* was my first time writing, and I really, really, really messed up on that. I, I you know, you know, everyone like because all of us grow up on stories, and we all have stories. We all think that we can make movies. Like it seems almost like too easy. It's like I yeah, just. People. It's you a know? movie story. <laughs> I have so much stories. I have all this, and it's a true story. And when I'm talking, people <laughs> listen. Yeah, people like my life. You know, but that's not the case. It's writing a, a a film is very different. Like things in real life don't happen like that. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of like uh, formulas and things that you have to follow for things to make sense for people to care. So. Calling the jumper was my first. I wrote the Bad Mexican, but that mm. was so poorly written. I don't even know. I wrote that in like, um, well, was it Microsoft Word? Like <laughs> this guy walks in, this guy enters uh. a car, like like that. <laughs>
2: Dialogue. No, but enough, yeah, that was funny enough, and that was that's what I wanted to know. If that was your first time writing, because that's I think the first movie I saw by you.
0: There's a movie I made called Monday.
2: Monday. Yeah. Is that the one with the white lady? Yeah, that's the one with the white chick. Ah, okay. Then I've also seen that one. Hey. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but like I wasn't like writing writing then. I was like putting scenarios like oh guy chick is in bed she wakes up walks to the door stuff like that,
2: no. like things
0: that only I could understand. But what I mean by like writing a script that and you give to someone reacts. else, and this person can envision what you want. And even if you died in the middle of the shoot, someone finish. else can finish it for you and it will still be the same thing. Mm. So I started, I first did that on uh, uh, The Girl in the Yellow Jumper. Mm. Uh-huh. So blind date was my second one. And uh, yeah, I guess it it kind of gets better, I, I guess.
2: Is it something you enjoy doing, the writing? No. It's <laughs> you'd rather <laughs> just direct.
1: No, right, ri- ri- <laughs> it, <straightforward>. <laughs> Writing sucks.
0: <Yeah. laughs>
1: so how do you... Some people uh, enjoy it though, but n- for you it...
0: I, I don't I actually don't know anyone who enjoys it
1: really mm. there's movie writers
0: yeah they do it you, you check, check just look at the interviews <laughs> no one no one enjoys writing because it's you enjoy it when ideas are coming like when things are flowing you're like oh this is so nice but when ideas are not coming which is most of the time mm. it's terrible that's why they drink a lot they you know because mm. it's, it's so it's so hard it's so hard you have a story in your mind but making it appealing for other people. Because you see in Uganda, people are like, oh, this, this is a very good story. It's actually a true story. Uh, so they think because it really happened, people should care. Oh, it happened to me, so, you know, you should care. <sighs> so making people care is so difficult. And when you're writing, you can tell. You, you know, you're writing something and you're like, this is bullshit. I'll never watch this. I would never watch this. And that's so depressing. So I, the writing is just, it sucks.
1: How long does it take from the inception of one of these short films to when it gets done because I'm thinking writing takes a lot of that time. Shooting takes even more.
0: Shooting shooting like, t- t- takes less I th- in my opinion. Mm. I, I think because me I, I have dyslexia so just writing one page
1: is... Oh, Are you actually clinically dyslexic? Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. I can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> can't spell for shit so most of these things are... Spell check. Thank thank God for that. (laughs) Or or thank Google for that. It has helped. But writing is the longest part for me. But I've had most of these ideas for a long time. So I had these ideas and I was thinking maybe I'll get a writer in the future to help me write them. But you give a writer, especially the ones we have, you give a writer a story you have and they'll give you the most... The, simp- the simplest thing in, in that idea, that it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but they just make the story so obvious and so, eh, mm-hmm. that you, you end up thinking, why can't I just try to write it myself? And that's how I ended up writing, because I, I tried to share the girl in the yellow jumper with someone else, I tried to share the blind with someone else, and then they ended up making it about something else, I'm like, I'm not trying to teach people a lesson. I'm not trying to, like, educate people. Mm. That's not my goal. I'm not... They're teachers. Teachers do that. Me, I, I'm not any more intelligent than anyone else, so I'm not trying to, like, make a lesson, you know? And that's what most of the writers were turning these things into. They wanted
2: yeah. it to be, like, a lesson about kidnapping.
0: Uh, yeah. And it turns out <laughs> to God be the glory. It, <laughs> stuff like that, you know? Like, there's always a lesson... Uh, and I, I don't mind lessons, but I don't want it to be out there. Like, oh, look at us, we we are better than you. We know these things, so you need to live your life like this. Yeah. If uh, no, I don't like that, so that that's why I ended up having to write these things myself. So I've been writing a lot of those those mini, like those short short things, like mm. the pearl. Um, uh, what what else? Those like that commercial you just scrolled over. I wrote They're that one. No, there's one called Terrenor. I wrote that for someone in a friend of mine in Norway. Norway. Yeah, so those were like me practicing how to write. I wrote that Roofing's ad 25 years. Uh, yeah, so I, I've been writing a couple of th- I wrote that Never Run Out thing, <laughs> uh, which is a funny thing because uh, it was going all well until we got on set and the actors couldn't act and then we had to change it on set. To is this a spaceship? Else. That's a spaceship, yeah.
1: Oh, let's first watch this. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> This is beautiful. What camera? i telling is you, man.
0: Sh- I shot that with a red. Everyone in it is either uh, a cousin or someone we found on that at that place.
1: Oh, that's a ship. The engines look real realistic. So that's that's the part we had to improvise.
2: I'm reading here that this was about um, the social media tax.
0: Yeah, not so much. <laughs> that was an that afterthought. As well. Afterthought, when things failed to work out, we're like, oh, we could just make this about this, and people think that, ooh, we're so woke. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Favorite movies of all time? I'm very curious to know what your pick is.
0: Hard. <laughs> that Can movie? we get closer to that, mic. <laughs> the, the Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> that movie was too cool. That's uh, one of my top.
2: That's the one with the the bear Jew. When the, yeah. the American sent a, a unit oh, into, into Nazi Germany this. to kill Bastard. Hitler. Bastard. A, a team of Jews. <laughs> the hardest <laughs> Jews in the States. <laughs> 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 this movie was so cool. <laughs> yeah. Inglorious Bastards. Uh, Inglorious uh, Bastards. Uh,
1: Brad Pitt. Um... And this dude,
0: yeah, I like that.
2: And this dude as well. I think it's called Christopher Waltz. I yeah.
0: uh-huh. also I also like Blowout.
1: Blowout. Yeah, of the design, is very common. Eh? Yeah, blow blowout. out. Um, I yeah, know the uh, hairstyle. Uh, uh, you like to blow? You out? Like blowout, yeah. that
0: one. That one with uh, John, John Travolta. Yeah, ah, uh. that, that one. Yeah, it's a <laughs> very very funny film. It's a yeah, it's a very interesting story. But the one where is
1: that
2: meme where he's like,
0: "Oh, that's pulp fiction." Pulp fiction. <laughs> that's pulp fiction.
2: What about anime? What's your favorite anime? Top, top five. <laughs> Death Note. Yeah, <laughs> great pick, great pick.
0: Death Note. I. Every time people people be telling me, "Oh, you need you need to like this one." They, they, they always tell me that I have to like
2: Full Metal Alchemist.
0: No, there's oh, one with the with the guy that has stretchy. stretchy
2: oh, One Piece. One Piece. Right, I me, mean, that one failed me. I won't lie. <laughs> It's like six thousand episodes. Okay, two thousand. But what yeah. the hell is that?
0: That Naruto, I I try, but <laughs> you tried to watch Naruto. What Naruto is late?
2: It's eh? Huh? So which ones did you watch? Which ones did you get into other than Death Note?
0: I think uh, the best show is uh, the Last Airbender. That's um, amazing. Oh yeah, that's a very dope show. That's also really really yeah. dope. So that's an amazing. Yeah, yeah. Also, oh, uh, you're not
1: messing with Legend of Korra. Nothing. No, I, d- I didn't like that. Bleach.
0: No, I don't no, think. so. No I've I, I, I've not watched <laughs> it. I tried I, sometimes like oh, the ones that are in Japanese. I hate subtitles. I I can I can't read that fast, you know.
2: No, every I me, mean, I turn off the subtitles. Watch them in English personally. Ah, if so I, I can look at the if free the, one.
0: if the English ones, then I, then I can watch. <laughs> oh, I like Shutter Island. <laughs> as you're writing it as Shutter like, Island. So that's a yeah, but I you see, it's so hard for me to say that's the best. Yeah. Uh. But I like one flow, one flow over the Cuckoo's nest. I think that's. That. I one would. S- I d- think I put also watched that. I'd put that in one of my favorites.
2: Yeah. Um, have you seen Catch Me If You Can?
0: Yeah, Road to. I don't know how to. read I don't know how to. Sp- how do you pronounce that word? Road to predition. Predition. I Road think. to predition. That is a sick film. Um, mm. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yeah, I love Forrest Gump. But again, I wouldn't go ahead and say that's my favorite. So. <laughs> Apparently
1: like for movie connoisseurs, there like everyone basically agrees that the best movie of all time was uh, Citizen Kane. Yeah. Apparently it's just like n- just agreed that this is the best movie. No.
0: I don't th- I disagree. Really? Have mm, no, I haven't I seen it because agree.
1: I can't stand that footage now. No, it's, it's black and white literally, I think.
0: It's nice, uh, but the reason they say it's nice is because he started shooting like deep focus, like where you everything is not out of focus. Mm. Where well, he frames something else happening over there, something else. Mm. At the time, that was a different style. But mm. now, like so many, actually most movies happen like that by default. Mm. What so about like... But like
1: even the style of like the humor, apparently like there was so much nuance in this movie that mm. a lot of like 99% of the movies now are influenced by the
2: shooting style. Yes, I've heard something like that. But um, have you seen the Godfather movies?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. shocked Godfather you eh? <laughs> badly. The first one, the first one and the second one, I really like. I love the first two. Yeah. The third one, not so much, but the first two. The, you see, th- that's the problem. Like, I love old, like, No Country for Old Men is like, I think that, that is one of my favorites, actually. Yeah, But it's so difficult for me to say that ah, that's my favorite film of all time. Because nah, I, I like so many movies. I'm a movies guy. I love movies so yeah. much. Amifa's
2: hard pressed to pick a favorite. I didn't pick. I think I just go in like Batman, the Dark Knight. That's the movie where the most entertained person. Oh no, yeah. You
0: I like it, but and again, it 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 wouldn't even make it in my top ten. Because like, for me, like when it's that's a very personal. But in like well. a top 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 one hundred, top one thousand, it would definitely one thousand. <laughs> <1, 000. laughs> <laughs> that's every movie ever. No, no, because again, I think the reason is because you. I don't know. Maybe you've not watched as many as I watched so many films. Mm. Like there's so many. Nice films, but these are the ones that they put on top 10 lists, so everyone watches these ones. Mm. But they're l- like some really, really nice films. Like this, the coin brothers have so many good ones. Oh, you know, who well, the coin brothers? They the guys who directed this, the guys who did the uh, Buster Scruggs, and that short that, thing yeah. on uh, Netflix, and so also I think
2: Caesar is it called Caesar? Yeah, yeah, or oh, the one with uh, George Clooney, George Clooney, yeah, yeah. the coin brothers.
0: Yeah, they're so good, they're so good, the things are so nice.
2: So what genre of movies do you usually like I enjoy d-
0: I don't if anything is done well you'll take it like I used to hate comedies because then they're, they're so usually they're usually poorly done especially <laughs> American ones uh-huh. <laughs> when I watched when I watched the English ones they so funny so nice like uh, death at the funeral the English version
1: I haven't seen that oh, I haven't seen like half the movies you said today so funny <laughs>
0: yeah, so the, funny the
2: English comedy movie that comes to my head is like what fuzz?
0: I thought you were going to say oh Mr. Yeah. Bean.
2: Mr. Okay, then Mr.
0: Bean. is hilarious. That's brilliant. Hot Fuzz. Hot uh, Fuzz. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah,
2: Sean of the Ooh. Dead. That Actually, so that's good. the one I was thinking about. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> so good. That one was hilarious.
0: They're so good.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can I ask you something? Um, some of these actors that you work with. Yeah. Some people just have it. I'm thinking, just like that it thing. They just get it. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that need something to bring it out. Mm. How would you say? Who do you you tend to work with? And uh, the ones that don't have that it thing, how do you motivate them to act better?
0: I think if you get them to work with the guys that are really good, they tend to get it out of them as well.
1: Okay, so you bring... So you will never have a cast with only beginners?
0: Depends. See, the problem is that these things are so expensive. Like, it's so hard to risk all that money on someone you have not seen before. That's the problem. Like, when someone tells you, oh, I want to act... Like if you film something with your phone, you know, film something with your phone, film something with your friends, because then I can see how far you can go. Then I'm like, you know what? I'm wi- I'm willing to risk you on character number six. Le- let's try with that one. But risking you, it's it's so much money at stake, so much like people's time and all that stuff. And then we get there and then you can't talk, you can't do any of these things because you're shy, all mm-hmm. these cameras. Then it becomes a problem. It becomes a problem because you don't have enough money to wait for you we 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 just don't have we don't have the resources mm. but i would like to try out new people obviously but it sucks i can't <laughs> i have to try people that. that have been tested like I, even now i've put out casting call i'm asking for people to send it. but you ask i ask for th- three photographs what i expect is a you know like a mugshot mm-hmm. like a profile so that i know oh can i shoot this person in profile Will they look nice on camera And someone is sending me a picture of their butt. Like, (laughs) you know?
1: Or like they turn behind it. Yeah, like those
0: Snapchat things. And then someone is sending, I'm like, send me a monologue. And they got that, there's a thing, a filter like on uh, Snapchat (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) Where someone else is talking. And And then then you are miming it. (laughs) That's like TikTok. Someone sent you a TikTok. Uh, Lots of TikToks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they send me those things. Oh my God, chill. <laughs> people,
2: oh, let, let, let's be guided here today. But <laughs> <The man, when laughs> I'm not to up the quality of this
0: content. M- bro, m- chill. So, so, so they send me stuff like that. You look at it and you're like, all right, I guess, you know, thanks. <laughs> this guy's <is> receiving TikToks. <laughs> Pretty much. I know very like from all, from all the people that sent me stuff, it's like 2% that sent things that are remotely professional. Like, a picture where 90% is a bum, mm. and they're, like, kind of turning like this to look into the camera, and I'm like, and, and all, the th- all three photographs are like this, and they have, like, <laughs> some, some sort of filter where I'm like, that's, those eyes are way too big. They're not human being eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it becomes a problem, because I'm not going to use the same kind of filters in the film. Like, now, how do I judge this, you know? And, that's, that's, that's and it,
1: th- these days filters are so good on Snapchat to where it might look realistic, but it's not like they've made the, chin, the yeah. cheekbones a bit slimmer, the face a I, bit longer. I long.
0: can kind of tell. I, I know, this, this person is way too pretty. <laughs> 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 no, no one looks this good in pictures, you know. So that's the problem. All Most of the new people, and it's not their fault, they just don't know what what to do. No one. There's no school teaching them how to do these things and...
1: But also people are very entitled. Like a lot of people are yeah. entitled. It's just be j- because it's me, you should hire me. Because it's me, and I want to act. Me I've never you know. done any practice. <laughs> it's acting. <laughs> hire me. me and my bum. Not just
0: that. Even even uh, even like actors, actual actors. When you're writing a film, and I have so many actor friends, but if you don't cast them, then you're like an enemy, which is funny because like when you're writing a, a story, you have an idea of someone. You saw the thing of the Afro Samurai. Yeah. My brother studies uh, uh, martial arts and karate and stuff. So he was the one su- supposed to do it because he's really good with all that stuff. So, it's, so we go to the location where we we're going to shoot and we found that guy. That guy was building. You can even see that he has sand on his face. And then w- when I looked at him, I was like, oh, that guy looks so good. We were using that guy instead. But because the guy who I was going to use before was my brother. Your brother. He knew that I don't, I'm don't. i not doing this because I don't like him because he's my brother. You know? And he got it. He, of course, because he's my brother. He knew. He saw what I was looking. I, I told him, like, "Look at that guy. He looks like a, he looks like a fucking monster, man. Like he's <laughs> scary. Let's let's use this guy. Like you see, he has that look. Like he looks like a machine, you know. Mm. And he got it. But when you're writing a, a, a show and you're looking for a, an old man, and then a, your f- friend of yours who's an actor comes to you, he's like, oh, I can put some chalk in my beard. And you're like, but there's an old guy who works better. <laughs> Why do I have to put up with chalk? So
1: you've lost some friendships to this,
0: yeah. But uh, I I don't really care because like, I it's I, I don't I don't get it. Like someone sends you a, a Snapchat video, was like, oh, I want to act, and they send it to you, and then two minutes later they're like, so did I go through? And you're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> nothing happens that quickly, <laughs> but it happens a lot, and people think. And this is why why it's easier in the U.S. where there's so many other people making movies all the time, but like here, there's few people making movies and there's so many people <laughs> that want to be on TV for yeah. just being on TV. Yeah. That they, they make it hard, you know. You, you're trying to do something and people are just trying to use it so that they get content for their TikTok. They're not doing it for the same reason you're doing it.
1: How did you how come you picked uh, Martha and Michael for that role for those two roles?
0: I picked Martha because I worked with Martha. I shot something with Martha in it, and Martha, like Martha, is one of those people that just remembers all the lines. Like other people can improvise, they add in their own things, but Martha will—the way it's written—that's the way she'll say it. You know? So that's something that I was so, like, I was so excited about. Someone that can actually say the lines the way they are. The only thing that she she doesn't know how to do, she she doesn't know how to act scared. You know, and the and the project we worked on, she never really had to be scared. You know, so she did uh, everything else to the point where I was like, yeah. The only thing where she was a bit lacking is acting scared. And you know what? Everyone there's always something that someone can't do properly. Mm. Even even like even all these other guys, there's some things that they just don't know how to do properly. So, yeah, I chose her because I I thought she was the right person for that. You know,
1: I agree. Yeah. Um. And Michael. Yeah, Michael. Michael's is just a badass actor, I think.
0: <laughs> no, because I worked with Michael before, so now when I'm writing, I write with him in mind. So everything that I'm writing, I know Michael can say this well. Michael can say this properly. Michael will say this. It will come. It will come off well. Natural, to him. Yeah. So I don't write things that he can't do, because I know him. So for Martha, I wrote things. I just wrote because I didn't really know who I would use for that. Yeah.
1: If Quentin Tarantino invited you to help him shoot a movie, just like be his understudy or whatever, mm. would you take that job or would you for five years? Or had you rather just continue doing what you're doing? Is he paying me? Yes, decently.
0: Not like really well. No, I don't think. Yeah, like
1: an understudy. I
0: actually don't think I would want to meet him.
1: How come? Oh, there's that thing. Because I like him meet meet so your much. heroes. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. not meet your heroes.
0: I like him so much, and I I think he maybe is an asshole. <laughs> the, he kind of seems like one of those yeah. guys that's about <laughs> his yeah. shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like him way too much that I I don't think I want to. Him, Edgar Wright, the guy who directed this.
2: Ah, that's another dope one. He yeah. Did. What's that movie? The red car.
0: Dri- uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> baby oh, Baby Driver. Baby was
2: that driver. Edgar Wright? Yeah, he's the one who directed. That it. movie was so cool.
0: Him and this guy. Christopher Nolan.
2: Yeah. Really I, yeah. I liked
0: his earlier stuff.
2: Pres- uh, prestige?
0: Prestige, yeah. All, uh, apart from Dunkirk and uh, Tenant. You didn't like, like Those Tenant? are the ones I didn't like. You didn't like Tenant? Yeah.
1: Tenant was... <laughs> yeah,
0: well,
3: yeah,
1: no, yeah. I think because
0: it's him, people try to like it. Yeah. Like they push and they watch it again and they see me not getting it makes me an idiot. Mm. <laughs> so they try so much to get it. But oh. I think I think I liked his... Earlier things they were so good. It
1: was so good. But Prestige I is one
0: of the best movies I think I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, have you seen uh, M-
2: Memento? Memento. No. That's no. one I was thinking about. Oh. The man with the short-term memory <laughs> loss. I think that's one of my favorite movies actually of all time. That one. That yeah. one. Amazing, amazing,
0: amazing editing. Ah. that one.
2: But that movie was so high concept, eh, but still so accessible so to everyone. And I think that's something. You have to watch it twice. Ah. it's so crazy. Memento. And and it's
0: not like it's not like uh, Tenant, where it's just made to confuse you. This has a reason why it's like this. You, they, 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 they shot it in the perspective of the guy. So he forgets quickly, so they shot it like that. So even you, when you're watching it, you're, you can't keep up. But when you get it, in the, in the end, on the first watch, then when you watch it again, you're like, oh, this makes sense. Oh, I see this, now I get this. I see. Yeah. It's one of those, eh? Yeah. yeah. Highly recommend. I really
1: liked the editing in it. it was fast.
0: When you watch this... This is something, I think they even use this in schools for editing. Damn, memento. It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant.
1: Okay, I think we are done with my questions. Are you?
2: I have one last question. Um, we're here talking about how we can cut costs on these filmmaking projects. What Have you heard of this trend, trend of people making phones on their smartphones? Making what do you think of that? <laughs> making, <laughs> making films on their smartphones. Like, I think there's a movie that came out either last year or the other year, and it's on Netflix about basketball representation like that like basketball agencies who represent like these basketballers but it was completely shot on like an iPhone what do you think does that cut the cost in no. significantly
0: no
1: you see, still have to rent out the places first,
0: first of all this is like a gimmick they do this thing and I, let's say the I, iPhone Apple is supporting them somehow and Netflix is paying for it and all these things when you shoot when they're shooting these things on iPhones what you for you what you hear is iPhone, right? But have you ever been on a film set where they've set up everything, they've done the art design, they've done all these things, and you take a picture with your phone? It looks amazing, right? So dope, yeah. There is lighting. <laughs> exactly. So it means they got all these things, and they the only thing they didn't bring was the camera. <laughs> I see. So when you look at it, you're like, oh, I also have a phone at home, so I can. You can't.
1: And even those cam- those phones that they have, they have the moment lenses. lenses they rig them, them. them up. Yeah.
0: They rig them up. So now when you look at an, an, an iPhone, and, and this is why all the, these new computers, where they've changed this, the processors mm. to the phone ones. Mm. You see how fast they are? Yeah. So phones are really, really good. So if you got the phone, the, the only weakness phones have is dynamic range. Pretty much, I think it's only dynamic mm. range. So if you, and the way for you to fix dynamic range is to have lighting. So that you don't have dark spots mm. and very light spots that the, the phone can't mm. work with. Mm-hmm. So if you have lighting and you have a ni- nice eye direction, then it doesn't matter what you shoot on. Mm. Like you can just, you can shoot on a potato and it will still, <laughs> look. <laughs> still look good. Yeah, because e- if everything is set up right, the f- the phone only sees what you've set up. If you set it up right, then then why not?
1: I see. Yeah. Even night shots can look lit on a phone if you if it's well lit.
0: You you if you want to test out this, you go to a film set where people have set up everything, and you take a picture with your phone. You'll see it will look nice. It will look wow. cinematic. And way. it won't be because you're a good photographer. It will just be because someone has set up the lighting really well, <laughs> and every everyone can take pictures and they look nice. Agreed. Phones have
1: come, I've, I've come such a long way. Yeah, I saw a comparison with this and like one of those one of the higher end uh, DSLRs. You can almost not tell the difference anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you see the thing where they said your phone has more technology than the spaceship that went yeah. to the moon? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. People that yeah. <laughs> more computing to power to the moon. Yeah. But I think that was like the static that the statistic for
2: like the first iPhone. I don't know how yeah. fast <laughs> <written now>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're gotten now. Way faster now. Way much much faster.
1: Last question: Do you believe in? Do you believe aliens exist?
0: Aliens. Yeah, I think. Well, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. That—that's. Uh, it's the same thing. Like, do you believe in God? It's basically the same. The same idea, actually. It maybe, maybe not. There is. Um, I can't say that they exist, but I can't say that they don't exist because space is too big for, for there to just be nothing. And also, why not? They could be nothing. You know. I see. Yeah, so, I for me, I look at. I look at. Our cell, like uh, space, the same way you look at cells, mm. like maybe the planet is like a, like a Tenisio red, blo- like yeah. a red blood cell, and there's like a, a mm. thing that's so big, kind of like how white blood cells can't see outside us, mm. so they can't see outside our bodies, mm. and it, imagine them having the same questions inside <laughs> there. They're like, is oh, there something just we might be the, it it might be the whole universe. Is there uh-huh. things outside, you know? So I feel like maybe us human beings were like tiny little bacteria on earth, which is like a tiny little cell in a big thing. And then there's like a thing out there that that we are supplying. We're we're doing all these things to keep it existing. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. The life is about that thing and not not us. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) see.
2: (laughs) That's a very interesting theory. That sounds like, I think Alan Watts used to teach something similar guy called Alan Watts is a philosopher but he preaches a lot preachers used to teach a lot about like the interconnectivity of organisms yeah. and how we need to stop feeling so I guess individual from the world that it's all one big like play but it is oh. <laughs> but it, 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 it has
0: to be because I mean when you look at things the way all things work together uh, just l- it, it's so sciency and not mm-hmm. the other th- spiritual as we want to believe.
1: Oh you don't really believe in God
0: again, same like aliens i maybe he's there maybe he's well, this is the thing I, my 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 theory is that um, if he's there, he just probably doesn't doesn't care about us you know
1: I've had <laughs> this one I've had this one among atheists, yeah, well, <laughs> if uh, God is there, he's a very cruel dude, I think yeah
0: I if it's either either he uh, either he cares. And he can't do anything about it, or he doesn't care, and he just lets it happen. Oh, he's not there. Or oh, he's there, and he just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 either way, it's not. It's, either way, it's not that nice,
2: you know. <laughs> no, but personally, I think he's there.
0: Yeah, again, because you, you know, believing is there. Believing is not there. Same results. Same exact results. You can pray, and I cannot, and I will not pray. And the same things will happen to us.
2: Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> that's true. But <laughs> for me, the
0: way I see it is not even like, I'm able to pray
2: and things happen. Mm. It's just more like...
1: What happens after I die?
2: No. It's like, okay, for the example, for example, your laptop. If I look at your laptop, it wouldn't make sense for me to say that it made itself. Um, yeah, but,
0: but no one says that anything made itself. Yeah, but this isn't
2: but intelligent design.
0: But that's sorry, sorry intelligent this, this, this design. is intelligent
1: design. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah.
2: I think even when I look around the universe... This can't just happen on its own. Um, Yeah, and it's it's too intricate to be random.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing. No one says it happened by itself. So every time people think of like evolution or all these things, they tend to think that there's someone who's saying that there was nothing and then something happened. But that's not what it says. It's just the people telling you they don't explain it well enough for you to understand that that's not what they're saying. You know, there's a there's a there's a process and there's. It's a chain reaction, like this happens and then this happens and this happens. Yeah, you but know? even the
2: chain reaction, I guess, it has to go back to like a fast cause. That's what I'm saying.
0: Still, there is. Uh, you see, for us as human be- <laughs> as human beings, we view things in uh, you know in in a time span of AI. our lifetime. You get like when you when you when you get two horses and you keep one in Uganda and you take one to Siberia, for you you think you look at them and you're like, yeah, they're still horses, but if you keep those horses one in Uji, one in Siberia for like A million years, the one in Siberia being that it's minus 50 or whatever, and the one in Uganda, they'll have very big differences. Those differences might not be like species wise, but those differences will not make them the same horse again. Mm. So when you're talking at that level of like time, where time passes like billions and billions and billions of years, subtle, small, small things happen because of environmental reasons, because of many reasons that a horse will eventually turn into something else that's <laughs> still in the family of horses, but it won't be the horse in Uganda. It'll
2: be like a horse more like adapt to living in the cold of Siberia.
0: Something like that. And that will change its features. And it will still be a horse. And it didn't happen by accident. But when you look, at, when you look forward, it changed. But now the problem is looking backwards, which is so difficult because we can't. We can't see backwards. We can't see backwards. This
2: dude really
1: does not like <laughs> yielding to that argument.
0: We <laughs> no, will no, go on here for hours. <laughs> no, no, <just> <laughs> no, no. Just leaving it. No, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Most people that that, that uh, I was brought up in a very staunch Muslim family, so the the problem is we are not allowed to question things. So me, I, 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 I'm not saying I don't believe in God, because again, that's also something. That I can't see because I don't know, you know. But it's just question, you know, just question things. You know, why is this like this? Why, like in, in in my religion, I'm not allowed to have hair. But why? Why can't I have hair that naturally grows on my head? I don't have to like put cocaine in it to grow. I don't have to do anything illegal for it to grow. It just happens naturally. So then, why? Why can't I have it growing? What's the, what's 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 uh, what's the crime there? You get. So yeah. you ask yourself questions like that and. What we're not allowed to ask, but I'm, I'm simply asking. I'm not saying that, uh, this, therefore, that I'm just saying that why can't I do this? Why, why am I not allowed to do this? You know, mm, I, I see, see, I see.
1: Good point. Okay, yeah. now I think I'm done with this interview. Me thank too. you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. You are going to do big things. I spread that corona around. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks um, for having me, guys. Keep doing your thing. I have no advice. Just keep doing exactly what you're doing.
0: No one, no one knows. No right. one has <laughs> advice. We're all just <laughs> we are all thrown in, and there's no manual. <laughs> you're
2: yeah, inspiring the youth for sure. You bro. are inspiring the inspiring youth. Inspiring for
0: sure. All <laughs> the youth. I know. For me, I've inspired one youth. <laughs> 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 I've been
2: inspired from time, bro. Keep it tough. <laughs> all right.
1: Thank you guys so much for watching. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Google Podcasts, Castbox. What, what else? Spotify. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Or almost a 3K subs.